So we have a new premier as of Tuesday, and a change at the top can change everything in a relationship. And when it comes to the provincial government, the relationship with all of the many municipalities in the province, of course, is... Well, it's vital to each and every one of us. Most of us live in some kind of municipality. And um, like she has with a lot of different files, Daniel Smith has talked about some pretty substantial shifts, some pretty big issues when it comes to that relationship. So to find out how Alberta's municipalities are feeling about the new premier, what they're hoping for, what they're expecting, we're joined now by Kathy Heron, who is the mayor of St. Albert and also uh, president of Alberta Municipalities. Kathy, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the attention, Shay. How are you? I'm great, great. Thanks so much. Um, so what is the plan for your organization when there's a new premier sworn in? How, how does the relationship between the provincial government, and specifically in this instance, obviously, the premier, and Alberta municipalities typically work? What's that relationship like? Uh, typically, our relationship is you know, generally through the Minister of Municipal Affairs. Right. Uh, and so we'll have to wait and see who that is. But um, yeah, I see this as a relationship a bit of a new era, but it's still with the same party, and so they'll probably be still following some of their old party platforms and policies uh, around municipalities. But it is an opportunity for us to um, elevate our voice around the province and our needs and issues. Have you heard at all from Premier Smith yet? Or is like, like you say, is that not typically how it would work? Or has she reached out and spoken with your group? No, not yet. And I wouldn't expect her to until she's got her cabinet sworn in, et cetera. But um, we will be extending an invitation right away to, to get together with either my board or my executive or even just myself and see see what kind of relationship we can start forming early. What is your expectation? Given the campaign, as I say, there were some issues brought up around municipalities in the province. What's your expectation as to what might be on the agenda for you? Well, I'm hoping, um, you know, Danielle has, sorry, Premier Smith has talked a lot about um, getting more respect from Ottawa. And, um, you know, I'm hoping she's willing to model that same um, expectation to my level of government, local level, in in such that, um, you know, we are obviously constituted by legislation of the province. But at the same time, once that legislation is put in place, we would like to have some autonomy around our decision making. And so that's what she's expecting from Ottawa. And so that's what I hope she would um, extend to the municipalities. Some of the specific issues that have come up and have been talked about, and I know there's been a lot of talk about the provincial police force, something that your group has has flatly rejected. Alberta municipalities don't seem to be uh, supportive of this idea at all. Um, she is continuing to have conversations around it. She says she wants to bring more municipalities on board. Um, are you eager to continue those conversations? Is there a chance to bring municipalities on board or is the discussion over for you? No, there's absolutely opportunities for us to be part of the conversation. And we've always said that um, improving public safety and policing in our communities is a, is a positive conversation and a direction we want to we want to head into. Whether that's RCMP or provincial police force, there's always room for improvement. Um, I do. I have noticed in the last couple of days, uh, Premier Smith's uh, verbiage around provincial policing has altered slight. She's talked about augmenting policing, so I'm not yeah, sure if that yeah. is augmenting the RCMP or continuing on the path of provincial policing. And hopefully we're going to get clarity on that very quickly. Um, another thing, yeah, like you say, she's not talked about a, a wholesale change of the force, but more augmentation. So, and like you yeah. will wait and see how it goes, but she's also talked about some pretty large scale um, changes in some areas uh, throughout the course of the campaign, even talking about the whole funding relationship and saying, you know what, maybe municipalities should be able to keep all of the money that they raise. I mean, we're talking about some pretty substantial shifts in the way things typically operate. <laughs> she 
have, and it's something my association, and I and I believe the rural municipalities as well, has been um, advocating for for a long time is to um, stop collecting the education property yeah, taxes, yeah. Uh, or allow us to keep that those dollars. And so she has said that many times during the campaign. She said it to the mid-sized mayor. She said it at our convention. So that is something we're eager and. That would probably be the number one thing we would really want to pursue with her. How that looks, I'm not sure she's even figured it all out. There might need to be some sort of equalization around the province because some collect a lot based on how much property you have in your municipality. But it is um, it is a wholesale change on how a municipality is funded, and so we're excited to have that conversation. Yeah, and like you say, the details around that would be fascinating because it's not just it's not just the funding side of it; it's also your expenditure side of it, right? And I mean, how would that change, or would that change? I can't imagine the province would just say, "Well, you keep all those billions of dollars, and we'll still pay for everything that we pay for." I imagine there's going to be a bill that comes along with it, right? Well, I think the last numbers I've heard is we're collecting about $2.5 billion on behalf of the province. And so, you know, my, my municipality collects about $36 million and we just turn it right over to the province. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get about, you know, historically I would get around $14 million in infrastructure funding back. So definitely not a one-to-one. But uh, if we were to keep that full 36 and not get any... Um, any kind of grant money that would still be better for my city and many cities in the province would benefit from that new structure. So it's we're talking about two and a half billion dollars. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What's it like? I mean, as we know, the relationship is, is so important, and and like you say, I mean, the money goes one way and then some comes back, and you're sort of that's how you plan what you're doing with all the uncertainty that we've seen and the fact that we've now got the new premier, and then we've got a by election in a month, and then we've got a general election in six or seven months. I mean, how difficult is it for municipalities in Alberta to try and sort of plan and have some sort of ability to predict what might be happening in the summer, even? Yeah, that's a fantastic question, and you, you you hit the nail on the head. It's it's super difficult because everything the last month or so has been put on hold. I, I you know, Ministry of Municipal Affairs has pretty much said, leave us alone for a week because we don't know even know who our minister is. So we have lots of stuff going on. We're talking about infrastructure funding and and how that formula is going to work. We've been negotiating, and everything's on hold. Okay, and, and you're right. It might be on hold until November eighth. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. We we don't know. I mean, there's so many different things going on at the same time. Now, assuming Danielle Smith wins November 8th, she's the premier, she's in the legislature, and now we're focused on a general election campaign that will be six months away. Um, like you said, obviously, this funding framework that's been mused about would be something that's important. What else will municipalities be putting forward to try and get talked about during the campaign? Uh, it, we've heard a lot about AHS. We've heard a lot about a provincial police force. What are the priorities for municipalities in Alberta? I think for sure the uh, policing would be number one. So the funding formula, the policing, um, emergency medical services, so the ambulance in Alberta. Um, you know, municipalities used to run ambulance services before 2009. Um, I have heard her indicate that maybe there's an opportunity to go back that to that direction, and I think we would welcome that conversation. The province took it over, and it, as you have, you know very well that it's not working right no no <laughs> as it should be uh, there there's been a lot of good work towards ambulances uh, over the last 6 to 7 months and i'm looking forward to seeing if um whoever's minister of health carries that forward but that would be an issue for sure i think fcss funding which is you know what municipalities collect deal with a lot of our um we help fund 
food banks and mental health issues, all the preventative social services, it's big on our minds in in uh, in every municipality across the province. So that would be an issue we would hope would be a conversation during a provincial election campaign. Yeah, so many issues. Kathy, uh, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate you joining us today. I appreciate that you always uh, have municipalities on your mind yeah. when you're doing your talk. So thanks so much. Doors always open. Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. That is Kathy Heron. Kathy is the mayor of St. Albert, and she is also president of the Alberta Municipalities. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.